Welcome back to another episode of Pull Up a Chair. I'm your host, Melissa, and it's Valentine's Day. I know right now you're out there with your loved one, just whooping it up, eating your steak and your lobster, getting your red roses, eating your candy and your chocolate-covered strawberries. I am not doing that. I don't have anyone to do that with, but also I detest it completely. I don't like fighting the crowds. I think the holiday is silly. If I ever fall in love again, I may feel differently. But in the past, I've not been too keen on Valentine's Day. I would say the first one that I had married was kind of a big deal because I think you're supposed to make it a big deal. But after that, it was like, whatever, do you want to go to dinner or not? Okay, cool. And a lot of the time we would celebrate it either before or after Valentine's Day. It wouldn't even be on the actual day. But I do have a couple of Valentine's Day stories that are somewhat memorable, but also commemorate the holiday perfectly because they end terribly. So if you are single or if you're just over love or over relationships in general, I think you'll appreciate these stories. This first Valentine's Day story actually happened back in 2010. I was getting excited about the holiday because I had been in a five-year relationship with the same guy on and off, but for five years total, and thought for certain that I would be getting an engagement ring. Similar to other girls in my life, friends, coworkers, When a holiday comes and you're in a long-term relationship and you've discussed the idea of getting married, you always have this anticipation. Will it be today? Will it be this Christmas? Will it be this birthday? Will it be this Valentine's Day? For some reason, I just assumed it would happen on a holiday. Although, looking back, that's not actually required. But it is common, and I just assumed that we would do the common thing and get engaged during a cheesy holiday that completely worshipped the idea of having a significant other. Up until that point, I had been planning my gift for him, which is various items. I usually do some type of basket with like little things. I'm more of a get a bunch of little things instead of one big thing unless they like ask for it and completely are dying for it or something but for the most part I do that for my gifts so I got everything ready and he had told me that he went to the jewelry store and immediately I got nervous and excited and just assumed that that meant he was picking out an engagement ring now he knows he knew at this time I do not like surprises I still don't if you've met me you know that I usually watch the last episode of a series first I will read the end of a book first I do not like surprises I want to know up front everything that's going to happen within the next 30 seconds so I assumed it was a warning But through getting information out of my sister and out of my mom, I realized that he was purchasing every jewelry item you possibly could for a woman except for an engagement ring. 
He had purchased a pair of earrings. He had gotten me a necklace and a bracelet. And for whatever reason, engagement ring was not on the list. Now, I was 23. Looking back, I was not ready to get married. And even though I got married just a few short months later to someone completely different, I was not ready to get married. But in my mind, I was. So Valentine's Day was quickly approaching. It was actually on a Sunday, I want to say, that year. And for the first time in a long time, Georgia experienced a pretty heavy snowstorm. I'm talking inches of snow, which is not super common, like I said. So it kind of was a bit of an issue as far as planning goes. But that day, the snow started when I was at work, and we got dismissed early, so I went and met my mom for lunch, and we sat down, and I told her what I was thinking, and she's the one that broke the news that I wasn't getting an engagement ring. I was, I was going to get a toe ring or a belly ring before I was getting an engagement ring. This news was like a knife to my gut, but it also felt like the end of something. And I knew that if I didn't make the decision to end things for good then, I was never going to. And I was going to let another birthday, another Christmas, another Valentine's Day pass. And I would be in a relationship that ultimately wasn't working And it wasn't going to go in the direction that I thought it should go to prove that it was worth staying in. So that weekend, he wasn't able to travel to me. And we kind of held off on plans. Now, I'm not really good at breakups. And this is not the first time that I had broken up with him. So the first thing I generally do or did was pull away and just become really quiet, not really say much, not really get excited. But I think he knows enough to know when that happens that he tries just a little bit harder for as long as he possibly can. And he was trying to make all kinds of plans. He said he wanted to come and spend the night for the weekend, just stay the weekend And even though we're snowed in and can't really go anywhere because of ice and snow, that'll be fine because we'll be together. And I told him no. I knew that if that happened, I wouldn't be able to have the courage to say what I needed to say. So a couple days later, on Valentine's Day, after the ice and the snow had melted, I got in my mom's SUV and I drove to his house. And I broke up with him in the driveway. I told him that this wasn't working. That, you know, here are his things. Here are my things. This is it. I can't do this anymore. I'm 23 now. I'm out of college. I'm working full time. And I don't want to spend however many years left in this relationship. If it ultimately isn't leading anywhere and you know, truth be known, we're not compatible. And he was, of course, upset. And I, of course, was the biggest a-hole 
ever for dumping someone on Valentine's Day. But the disappointment of not getting a ring was just too much. So I brought a bag with all of his things that he had left in my closet, anything that he had strewn about in my room, anything meaningful that I didn't want, and he chose to give me one of the necklaces. And I didn't want to take it, but I did just to be gracious that he even thought to get me, you know, that much jewelry. I mean, it was nice. What woman doesn't like jewelry? But in the end, it was over. And ultimately, I walked away from that. And that has to be one of the worst Valentine's Days ever. And it just, it wasn't the lovey-dovey day that I was hoping for. Now, had if he had proposed, would I have said yes? Probably. Would we have gotten married? I have no idea. Um, I can't think like that because I did enough of that after my divorce. <laughs> And so I just can't think that way anymore. But that was probably one of the worst, hardest, saddest Valentine's Days. And I pretty much had a migraine completely. I was completely out of it for the next couple of days. So that is the first Valentine's Day story that I'm going to tell. So stay tuned for the second one. This next Valentine's Day has a little bit of a happier ending, but ultimately, because I'm obviously single, it didn't work out either. Are you seeing a theme here? So this Valentine's Day happened in 2015. It was on a weekend, of course, and I had plans to meet up with my boyfriend and his two daughters. Now, I had never dated a man who was older, and at this time, I was dating someone eight years older, and also, I've never dated a man with kids, and he actually had two daughters. So, the first time that he had presented the idea, I was a bit skittish, because ultimately, this was the weekend that I was meeting his kids, and I knew if that were to happen, and I was spending that much quality time with them. This was obviously heading in a serious type direction. So we had plans to have dinner and kind of hang out that night. But beforehand, he actually paid for my hair to get done. So when I went to the salon, I was planning on paying. I had the money, I was prepared. And when it came to the end of the appointment, she said, don't worry about it, it's been taken care of. And I was immediately shocked, like, what? Did my mom call? Did my dad call? And she was like, no, a man came and paid for it. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I have a man now, yes, okay, great. So it was really sweet. He had paid for my hair to get done. And then he had given me a Starbucks gift card, a Starbucks, like, Tumblr, 
candy, chocolates. He had sent Sherry's berries to my work. So I basically ate all of those and was ecstatic. Um, he got me some other little things and candy and things like that, flowers, and also got me this card. And when I opened the card, it had a bunch of writing in it. And inside the card, he had told me that he's had the best couple of months. I mean, this is only a couple months in, but we're adults here, so, you know, it's fine. Um, this has been the best couple of months he's ever had. You know, this relationship has been great. Everything seems to be going really well. He cares about me. And then in the card, it said, and I'm falling in love with you and I love you. And I immediately got kind of scared, but also happy and emotional. And I told him I loved him too. And we spent the rest of the night after dinner at a Japanese restaurant playing board games with his kids and just enjoying the night together. He, of course, has two daughters, so he got him he got them little Valentine's gifts and hid them in the house. So when we got back, they saw them when they came in. And after a while, he took me outside and was like, was that too much? Like, are you scared? Did I scare you off? I said, no, not at all. I was really happy. I'm really excited. And I told him I loved him too. And I knew immediately that our relationship shifted. And I have to say that's probably one of the best Valentine's Days I've had. And although the relationship didn't work out, I appreciated it. I appreciated what he did for me, what I learned, how I grew, and how I healed from my divorce. So I'd say that that was a pretty decent Valentine's Day. And that one, it felt like the beginning of something. You're listening to Pull Up a Chair, brought to you by Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, feel free to find the podcast on Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review. Find me on Instagram at Melissa Fay Blog. Thanks for listening, and I'll have a new episode up for you next week.